So now that we've covered what went all the way through John the Baptist's mind, can you see that God is no respecter of person that John the Baptist could have been miraculously delivered from that man? You imagine that? See, he wasn't killed because God, it was God's will. Because if it was God's will, verse 23 in, in yeah, verse 23, he ampli put that ampli amplified just for, because I need to get ready to close. Let me see. Yeah. Oh, boy, it's after 12. Anybody okay with me so far? <laughs> you sound, I'm, I'm trying not to get that scandalizing going on here, brother. <laughs> if it had been God's will for John the Baptist to be beheaded, why in the world could Jesus say a man would be, let me change that. If it was God's will for, here we go. If it was God's will for John the Baptist to be beheaded because God in his infinite wisdom knows everything and it was God's will for him to get his head chopped off and Jesus couldn't violate, why would Jesus say happy is the man? Do you, do you think a, a man with his head cut off is happy with life and joy? Well, he'd be at home with the Lord. Wouldn't have to suffer anymore. Yeah, but his ministry was cut short. Huh? <laughs> then they're sad, huh? John the Baptist's ministry was cut off. You think a man's head cut off and everything? Is satisfaction in God's favor? How about that word salvation? What's another word for salvation? Start with a D. Deliverance. Delivered. Blessed also means delivered. What was Jesus saying? John, I sense offense creeping in. Death is waiting for you just a few days from now, but here's an opportunity to escape it. Check your soul, John. Check for thorns and get the offense out. Because what Satan has planned for you is going to be more than a simple haircut. And God wants to be glorified in bringing you deliverance and not Satan glorified by killing you. Can you see Jesus prophesying to John? Giving him a prophetic word? You will be blessed if you get rid of the offense. You will be blessed if you don't allow anybody, anything to cause you to stumble. Fight through, y'all. Fight it through. Fight through. Fight through. Fight through. Fight through. Fight through. Fight through. Stay with me. Y'all with me? You are with me. You promise? Cross your heart and hope to fly like a bird. So check. Here's the caution. Check your soil. Often. This is not a one and done thing. Check your soil often for any seeds of offense because they will grow into roots of bitterness, even toward God. Oh, no. Bitterness even toward Jesus. Oh, I'd never get bitter toward Jesus. You can get bitter toward the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'd never. That happened in my life. Check your soil often. Have the Holy Spirit to check your soil often because it will alienate you from the power and authority that's available for to every one of your situations. 
The last point I want to share with you is Okay. Okay, I'm just checking for the clothes. You don't have voice, do you? Voice. Translation, I don't think you have it. Put 40, if you don't have voice, put 42.4 in the amplified up there. I don't think you have voice on there. I think we tried that before. I think it's too old, too, I think that voice is too new for, for, uh, that program. I know it's way too new for my program, so if it's too new for my program, it's too new for everybody's program. <laughs> 42, four. Oh, my bad. I didn't say it. Hey, turn over to verse uh, four. In chapter 42, <laughs> just pick a book. <laughs> no, Isaiah 42, 4. Amplified, I mean, Amplified says, okay, hit one for me and then go four. Isaiah 42, 1, and then Isaiah 42, 1. Isaiah 42, 1, it says, behold my servant, check this out, behold my servant, whom I uphold, behold my elect, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. Him who? My servant. Don't let that capital S throw you off. That S can be a small S. That servant may not always have to refer to Jesus. Matter of fact, in the translation, it's not always referring to the Messiah, Jesus, but it's whoever have become a servant or a bond servant of God who have submitted themselves to God. He says, behold, let me put your name in there. Behold my servant, Sam. I'll put my name in there. Whom I uphold. Who, who is he upholding? Sam. He's my elect in whom my soul Delights. Whose soul, in whom does God's soul delight? Sam. In this ex example I'm using, right? I have put my spirit upon Sam. Sam will bring forth justice and right, and Sam will reveal truth to the nations. Sound like easy peasy. Sound like a cakewalk, right? I mean, that sounds pretty good stuff, wouldn't it? Doesn't that sound good? It sounds good. God said it has to be easy. No, God said it has to happen, but it don't mean it has to be You follow what I'm saying? If God said it, since God said it, it doesn't always have to be easy in man's ability. Matter of fact, it's 100% impossible in man's ability. But look at the support system God has developed for the person who serves him. He said, my, I delight him. I uphold him. I, I, I have put my spirit upon him. What more do I need? Verse 4, if verse 1 hadn't been put there, verse 4 would be absolutely stinking. He will not fail or become weak or be crushed and discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the islands and coastal regions shall await hopefully 
shall wait hopefully for him and expect his direction in law. But look what he said. He will not fail or become weak or be crushed or discouraged. Notice the word B-E. B-E-C-O-M-E and B-E. What does that mean? Present future. All right. You own, you, that is true. A hundred percent. Go ahead. Okay. And she's looking at the tenses of the verb of the verbs being used, which is absolutely correct. What else does become and be imply or says? I'll tell you, it's the difference between the nature and the act. The be, B-E, is the nature. The act is what is done. I'm going to get you writing that note there. I'm going to translate that for them. You already got it. I'm going to translate it for them. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, clue them in. Yeah, I'm clue them in on what I'm, what's being said here. I'll, let me rephrase and show you what he says. He said, my servant in whom I have delighted, my soul delights, in whom I put my spirit upon, right? My, ser my servant, I selected him. I call, you know, my servant, whoever it is that's become my servant, my servant Mark. My servant Mark will not fail or take on the nature of a weak person. He will not take on the nature of a crushed person. He will not take on the nature of a discouraged person. He will not be that person, although there will be times he feels discouraged, he feels weak, and he feels crushed. He will not become it. Y'all catch that? Anybody in here ever felt weak spiritually? You? Me too? You know, have you ever felt discouraged, felt despair, felt deserted by God? Have you ever, anybody here, ever, I'm serious about it, anybody ever here felt that God had left you, have felt like that? I don't care for one second or one year. Ever felt? I have. This year, I felt it. Hear what I'm saying? I felt it. I felt like he had. But guess what his word says? Say it. That was you. Say it. His word says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So no matter. See, here's, what, here, here, here's why it's important the way I'm saying this. is because it's okay to be somebody who has felt something. It's because the enemy uses feelings. Recognize that and you can overcome and you can walk in victory. It's okay to have those feelings presented to you. But it's not okay to take on the nature of it. Boy, there's some good teaching right there, y'all. You can feel like an old sinner. Oh, no good worm. You can feel less than adequate. I don't mean I'm not, give, I'm not giving you permission to have that. I'm saying that could happen. 
You can feel like you are a failure. Again, I'm not giving you permission. There are times when you will feel like you are a failure spiritually, but don't take on the nature of it by speaking it. I'm just an old failure. I ain't going to make it. I'm just no good. I'm just, and God has left me. Don't take on that nature. He said, I have done, I have invested some things inside of you that although you feel it, you will never take on the nature of it. Boy, that's some good teaching to somebody need to hear it. I needed to hear it. If y'all didn't, I know y'all did. There's somebody out here need to hear that. Because that just went into my notes here just this week. Somebody needed to hear that. That's here today. You, 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 you know what kind of a relief that does? It keeps me from being a phony Christian. I'm so super spiritual that nobody can relate to me. I don't ever feel discouraged. I don't ever feel despair. I don't ever feel abandoned. Brother Sam, I just been feeling this. Say this, Brother Sam, I've been feeling discouraged sometime this week. Oh, sister, I don't ever feel discouraged. How did that make you? Hey, watch, check this out. Check this out. How did that make you feel? Like you can trust me with talking to me about anything else? Why not? I just told you about me. I didn't hate on you. I'm hired, you see, I'm a fake phony Christian in your eye right now. In all honesty, I'm a fake phony Christian. Oh, you know that's not reality. You know the only people who never feel discouraged and who never feel despair and who never feel abandoned? Say it, Trina. Dead people. <laughs> Are you following my mom and daddy? They don't feel discouraged anymore. Are y'all with? Why? Because they're not exposed to the devil. They don't, they don't come in contact with him. As long as you are in this world, you will have an opportunity to come in contact with the devil. And I'm here to tell you, get the phoniness off your face. See, because as long as you were in the phony, I'm not saying about you. You, 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 you. I'm using the term, term generically, you. So don't. Don't get scandalized, thinking, tripped up, thinking that I'm putting you down. But as long as you or people wear the phony facade and the phony, I'm super Christian, and everything you're experiencing, I can't never experience, and everything you've already experienced, I've already experienced that. You know, all this woody, 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 woody kind of stuff and everything, it gets old. And it stops people from healing the sick and raising the dead. <laughs> you can't admit that I, 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 I feel offended at, at something you did. You feel offended about something. So get rid of it. Amen. Are y'all with me? Now, in the, in the voice says this. Don't. Oh, that's not right. How did that? What, what, chapter 42. How did that get there? I was way over in 60. Oh, I know how it happened. 42 is just up above 60 and then got the little small numbers. And though he faces obstacles and resistance and great pressure, he will not crack. He will not give up until things are set right. Even the coastlands wait for his instruction. Though he faces this stuff, he will not crack. You need to get that in your mouth. I will not crack. I will not crack. Brother Copeland said something I think I've said, shared this with you all before. I'm still aspiring to walking in that too. 
he says something along, he said, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. It's pretty good, isn't it? Right now, let me change it. When I heard him say that, that was like raising the dead level. <laughs> I, I, I'm still working on telling people they can be healed. <laughs> I hadn't even gotten to the point where God can heal you through me. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's like that. And, and I, I don't think, I don't know if Trina remembers it or not, but she may or may not remember. But I recall uh, what Sister Davis said to me it was in shock and everything. You remember that woman that got raised over there, that raised up off that bench, those chairs that night in Trinidad? You were in a different part of the, the church doing, you were dealing with the young girls, I think, over there during that time. You and Robin, I think, were. Yeah, that, they were doing this woman had got beat down in this church over in Trinidad, in Pastor Leon's church, in church. Got beat down by her husband, who was on drugs and alcohol and was strung out that night and demon-possessed. And she got a royal beat down back over in the corner of the church, didn't she, Trina? It was a big, you don't remember that? It was a big ruckus going on. I mean, folks, church service was pretty much over. My wife was up ministering, and she was getting folks healed left and right. And this broke out over, back over in the corner of the church. We would like to hear her face in the audience, and it happened way back over in that right-hand corner. And that woman came around some kind of way, and I'm there working with the fo other folks, and she came around some kind of way and got away from him, and he was coming through there, and they got him tackled and holding him down, and, you know, they were going to wrestle the devil out of him and all this kind of stuff, and the devil and the man was winning. I don't know. I'm still over here dealing with this tall drink of water guy <laughs> who, who had an eye for my daughter that uh, I told you about that one, didn't I? Oh, I didn't tell you about that? Oh, him? Oh, yeah, it was two of them over that had the eye for my daughter. Mm -hmm. Ain't no demon-possessed sucker gonna mess with my honey. No, my daughter. Oh, no, 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 no. And, he had, and I'm dealing with the demon in him. Not because he was, had an eye for my daughter, but I was dealing with the demon in him. He, he had demon all over him. And then Brother Davis sent messages over there by Sister Dave. She, come, she came running over to me. I felt her when she came up, and she tapped me on the shoulder. She said, Brother Pitts, Brother Pitts, Brother Pitts. I said, yes, turn around. Yes, ma'am. She said, Brother Davis and... The men over there, they're dealing with this man who's got demons. They need you over there. And I said, sister, they can handle him. I'm dealing with one <laughs> here. I ain't got time to leave this demon and go over there and deal with that one. And by this time, this woman, she somehow knows she got back around over here. And I didn't see her when she came around, but she got back around over here and got up to the front of the building. And, she laid, and they laid her down across chairs. And I walked down the aisle past my wife and went back and was doing something, ministering. And I came back up through and I saw this woman laying there on, the, on, the, on these chairs. And I looked. And I went back again. And I can remember when I came back this time, I was inspired to do this. I just tapped her on the bottom of the feet just like that. And I said, daughter, you can arise now. And I went on about my business. Went on up there messing around with my wife, you know, ministering and everything. A few seconds later, she raised up. I look back over there. And, oh, she just passed out. You know, she was just sleeping. I don't know. I just said, daughter, you can arise. She tapped her on the foot. And Sister Davis told me about what had happened with that woman. And Miss Ina told me about what had happened with that woman. Trina was back over there, her and Robin, told me about what had happened with that woman. She said, we couldn't get a pulse. What? She said, we couldn't get a, a breath from her. She said, the woman was not breathing, and they couldn't feel a pulse. And she said, we thought, oh, my God, we got to call the police. They're going to come over here to the church. And I'm thinking, what woman? What, what, what woman? I didn't know. Who, 
She said, the woman that got up off the... I said, what, that woman? She said, yeah, what happened? She said, what happened? I said, well, I just tapped on the foot and walked on by. I said, she said what you say? I said, daughter, you can rise now. She said, that woman had no, we couldn't find a pulse in that woman. I didn't know nothing about this. She said, we couldn't find a pulse in that woman, and we couldn't get a breath. Now, I don't know if they did a mirror test on her or not, but they couldn't get a breath detection on the woman. So guess what I think she was? <laughs> you know, no poles. He got beat down over there. Kind of do. And I thought about that for the longest. I didn't know anything about what was going on until they told me. So I said, well, praise God, you know, praise God. Don't look at me. God did it. All I did was tap and speak. <laughs> He's the one that did the rest of it. So, so I'm, I'm, I, what I'm saying is all, God has a lot of work for all of us to do here. And I got to close up with this. If you get offended, just confess it. If you get offended by anything, just confess it. Because offense is sin. And the word says if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So first thing you do is accept it. Say guilty. I confess it. Next thing you do is when you can sense being offended and coming in, remember this phrase, grow up, buck up. I wrote these from my, this in my notes. Grow up, buck up, and I've even heard Texans say, what? Cowboy up. I ain't heard that in Arkansas. I didn't hear that until I got to Texas. Well, I found out what they were trying to tell me was, it's time to become grown, mature. Don't be thin-skinned. Don't be so easily offended, and you can help somebody. Is that fair? So I'm cautioning you this morning. Will you accept the caution? Father, thank you for this word. In Jesus' name, we're blessed. Amen. Amen. Next week, I think I will, I'm, I'm, we're going to move on to something new and fresh. I won't go back to that last point of the, of the, uh, of the uh, prophetic word. Can anybody tell me what the last point, point number three was of the prophetic word? I give you a hint. It was the foundational scriptures for everything we asked the Father for, for the rest of the year. And it's found in the New Testament. Say what? First John, 15th chapter. That's pretty hard, difficult to do. First John chapter 15, verse 92. <laughs> nope. Five. First John five. Fourteen and fifteen. Particularly in the amplified version. 
If we ask anything in his name, if we ask anything according to his will, in agreement with his purpose, we know that he hears us. And since we know he hears us, let me help my, help my little young daughter. Up. And since we know he hears us, <laughs> we know that we have the petitions, the requests that we have, we've made of him as our present possession. 